Why do you do it? Why? Why? Like things were already complicated enough when it comes to the holidays with things and traditions and things we have to do. But then all of a sudden an elf came onto a scene and completely changed the way the holidays are run. But what are you supposed to do if you just don't want to elf on the shelf? <laughs> Today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. I'm gonna, this is going to be your first of many warnings that uh, if you've got little ears on the, listening to this podcast with you today, which I don't think a lot of people do, but I know some people listen to the car with their kids. I don't, I don't think like seven-year-olds subscribe to this podcast. I'm not worried about that. But if you're like listening in the car or something or around your kids on the home speaker or something, just know that we're going to discuss some secrets about the holidays today, okay? So just know that, okay? First of many warnings before we get to the topic. Uh, this, though, is a podcast, a feel-good podcast I do with my mom every single day. We live, we laugh, and we love my mom. We share our lives, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. I thought we could start like a club of sorts on the show, hmm. and we're going to call it the pain in the hang on, the pain in the ass pet parent <laughs> club. Oh, gosh. Meaning hmm. if you've got a pain in the ass pet... Hmm. And you're part of the club. That's it. Because I feel like all of us, at some point, your pet becomes a pain in the ass mm. and you got to deal with it. And I feel like if you have a story, then you can become a part of the club. Mm. And so all it's going to take for you to do is just call us and tell us your pain in the ass pet parent. <laughs> <laughs> I need to write this down. Pain in the ass pet parent club. Yes. Pain in the ass pet parent club. Ooh, say that 10 times. Fast. Pain in the ass pet parent club. Uh, because my mom and I are sitting here before the show and we're just like, oh my God, our pets are driving us literally crazy. Yes. So last night, I I am like, I'm dead to the world this week. It's always hard when I take off my, if I keep my normal schedule, I'm fine. Right. But if I just get like an inch off that schedule, like just by about an hour, even, <laughs> like it'll just completely F my life up for however long it takes for my body to get back to normal. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm already just grinding away. And like my, for some reason, the show is taking me a lot longer. Like we're starting later right now. It's 615. Like we're just now getting started. I'm just like, my, my days are really super long right now. So last night I got mm -hmm. done about 945. Now keep in mind, I wake up at you know, at three forty-five in the morning, mm. and I do usually get a nap in, probably about thirty minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. um, but then I'm working. I'm literally working. Other than that, I'm working. I'm working, 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 unless I work out. Mm -hmm. um, so you can imagine. By the end of the day, I'm just like I'm done. Like I'm just done. Yes. I just want to go to bed and not think about anything else, not do anything else. So here I am, and I it's nine forty-five last night. And I decide to, I'm like, okay, whew, done with everything. I had to get a post up for Podcast Magazine uh, for our, our, our winning for uh, Podcast Magazine. Mm -hmm. And I walk out into my living room and I'll be damned <laughs> if Kiki wasn't sick. Oh. And literally, now I've got this like, because my, my um, apartment, like the living room dining room kitchen is all one area mm -hmm. right it's like an open concept kind of thing right mm -hmm. um but i don't have a di i don't have a uh, kitchen table i just use the counter space mm -hmm. for like to sit at so i've got a ton of room for my laminate floors I and mean, there's just a ton of space out there because mm -hmm. it's not really filled up right now mm -hmm. plenty of space i've got an eight by ten rug 
that kind of like barely (laughs) just fits in that large ass area. But then the rest of it's just full of just laminate flooring. Okay. Uh So I'll be damned if Kiki did not get sick last night Mm. and she took the effort to then throw up. Sorry, but that's the only way I can describe it. She vomited. Like she would throw up and then take like three steps and then throw up again and then like take three steps and like throw up again. Oh, honey, she couldn't do that intentionally. She literally walked all the way. I I don't know what she did, but it was like literally every three steps. Did she did she take the time to step off the rug though and do it? (laughs) No. She literally just walked all the way around my white rug, my off-white rug, (laughs) and just vomit all the way. There's probably seven spots on there that I had to walk around and clean. Now, here's the worst part. So yesterday was a super busy day and I, um, it was also raining really hard yesterday. Uh So I was like, I'm not, I don't have time, nor do I really want to go to the grocery store. Uh I had an Instacart credit. And so I was like, oh, okay, well it's like free delivery. I might as well just have Instacart go pick up the stuff for me Uh and drop it off. And I needed like a few different things, uh, toilet paper, um, a few things, some breakfast stuff and whatever. And one thing I was out of is paper towels. I'll be damned oh, no. if Instacart got here and brought everything except the paper towels. Oh, so no. I had no paper towels oh, to clean no. it up with. So I would like to be the very first and president <laughs> of the pain in the ass pet parent oh, club. God. And um, my dog Kiki, uh. I would like to welcome her and uh, <laughs> in, into the club. Now, I'm not the only one. My mom also has a pain in the ass pet. And That's with her story, true. I'm going to induct her today as well. Mm-hmm. So, Mom, what, what, why are you in the pain in the ass pet <laughs> parrot club today? Because of Maggie's, drum Maggie's, 17-year-old cat, Sassy, who, bless her sweetheart, is definitely, I mean, she's definitely on her way out. She just, yeah. you know, had her to the vet three weeks ago, and he gave her a, a shot, and and she's done some better since then, but she's she's really lost her mind. And, you know, she's weak. So we let her out of the garage because I'm allergic to her. So she has to stay in the third garage, which we keep heated and cooled for. And we let her out to go outside during the day. Well, now she has chosen a new spot to go to. She used to never go near the lake, Right. Now her favorite mm-hmm. spot is to go to an old dock that's close to our house, but no one's been there since we've lived there. It's basically rotten. Yeah. And she climbs the 15 steps yeah. and goes to the top of it. And like this dock is like, I mean, it's, oh. it's a, it's like dead. Oh. It's like, don't, don't think it's like, oh, it's out of, like, it's like, it's like fall. It's like dilapidated. Oh, it's so bad. There's no way we could walk up even one step without it falling apart. Right. <laughs> So the first time she did that was over Thanksgiving when when Brian and Aunt were here, and Aunt was sweet enough to go down there and coax her down the stairs and bring her back up. So now, today, she goes back up there. We kind of clap our hands, and when she sees us, she'll start to come because she's also deaf, right? Yeah, yeah. But Mm -hmm. she finally came after literally 15 minutes. She got... Within 20 feet of the house, I go traipsing through the leaves. I have no idea what's down there, right? Um, To pick her up, I bring her back. I put her in the garage. And she has three 
Count them. One, two, three. Warm, fuzzy beds that are new to sleep on. Where (laughs) did I find her this morning? On a wire rack on top of a (laughs) sprinkler head. What the heck is she doing? She's driving me mad. Yeah. Pain in the ass pets, man. Pain in the ass pets. Oh my gosh. So keep us in mind whenever your pet is annoying, I hope that you'll call our phone number and tell us a story and we'll put you in our pain in the ass pet (laughs) parent club. Um, Our phone number is 888 Kramer 8. 888 K R A M E R 8. Um, I want to check in on my dad. How Mm. is is he feeling today? You know, we told you yesterday that he has to have surgery every three months because of his. Stent uh, replacement. He has a stent replacement. Yeah, yeah. It's for, for his prostate cancer. Right, That's the word. right, right. Uh, and he, uh, yesterday's was harder than usual. Yes. So how is he feeling today? Um, so he rested fairly well last night. That's the other thing. I woke up at 3, 3.30 this morning and we started a conversation because he was already awake and I never really went back to sleep. So <laughs> I was up with you too, Kramer. Um, um, but yeah, he's doing, he's doing well today. His drugs have worn off, but, um, he's, yeah, he's had a good day. It felt so good to take a shower, you know, cause you can't shower for the first 24 hours. So he was happy to get in the shower, but he is recovering and that really is three to five days. And so I've been doing everything around the house. Boy, if you want to be appreciated, just stop doing things around the house. I mean, <laughs> why, do you, why do you say oh that? Oh my God. Well, you know, for instance, like he prepares his own breakfast. I don't eat breakfast. So he prepares his own breakfast. He gets his own coffee. We prepare lunch together, but we prepare lunch for ourselves and pretty much the same thing for dinner. I mean, I'll start some different things for dinner, but, and we clean the kitchen together. So we do the chores together, right? Plus, he'll right. go out and he'll go out and feed Sassy in the morning right. and clean the yeah. litter box, right? Uh-uh, no, he's in recovery. Plus, he also does laundry. So today, yeah. I'm like wiped out. I am so appreciative of every little thing he does, and of course, I don't. I don't want him to do it. Um, sure. You know when he saw sassy on the dock he started walking toward the deck and i was like what are you doing like you can't yeah. walk out there and get I'll her today you. so that's like literally 98 percent of the reason why i want to be in a relationship <laughs> i told i told miss california because you know what's so funny is like and, and and tell me that i'm wrong tell me women that i'm wrong about this but y'all all do the same thing y'all all do the same thing hmm. where when you first start dating someone and this isn't i'm just not talking about miss california here. i'm we her and i were just laughing about it the other day was that when you first start dating someone you always say like don't worry babe like i'm gonna cook and clean and do all the housework uh-huh. and like take care of you uh-huh. and there's nothing you gotta have to, i'll do all of uh-huh. it all of it you know like, like, like most of the girls that i would date mm-hmm. It would be that way. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I don't know when the time is, but there comes that day mm-hmm. where that facade wears off real fast. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, y'all, it's almost like you get resentful. You right. know, like, well, I've been I've been cooking and cleaning all this time. <laughs> like, but you said like you were gonna do all the cooking and the cleaning. What the hell? You know, like why are you why are you being like that? Uh-huh. Well, you know, I mean, you should have at least asked if you could have done something. Like you said. 
I'm going to take care of you, baby. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to, I'm going to handle all the housework. Now, Miss California comes from a, a Mexican family background. And she tells me that like, that's how the household is supposed to be. Like the woman takes care of the house and like the man like doesn't. And I'm like, okay, like I'll, Let's remember that. I can live with that. You, if you were brought up like that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in the way, I'm not the one, I'm not going to get in the way of tradition by any means. I'm not going to insult your culture. And Lord, that's the last thing I want to do is try to get in the way of that. So was she uh, saying if, that she agrees with that? Uh, if, if you insist, yeah. if you insist. Well, I was that way when I first married your dad too, and I got over it. Yeah. And, and, Why y'all say that then? Why can't y'all just stop lying and be like, it, like, no, you better do stuff. <laughs> well, from tell me if I'm wrong though. Well, tell me if I'm wrong. No, I think uh, you're real right. Real quick, hang on. Eight 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 Kramer eight 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 Kramer eight. Okay. Sorry. Tell me if I'm wrong that when you met your significant other, you straight up told him <laughs> that you were going to do all the housework and all the cooking and all the cleaning. Like you told him that. Mm-hmm. Tell me that I'm wrong. Every woman says that mm-hmm. when they get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Hell, my ex-wife, she was the least domesticated human being <laughs> on the face of the earth. Okay. <laughs> she she even played that game for a while. Ooh. And then she started to get resentful. She was like, Yeah, I'm a, I cook, I clean. And then she was like, You just expected me to cook and clean. I'm like, You said you were gonna do it. Like, what? <laughs> I don't I don't understand like how this is supposed to be like done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, that's the way I mean, in my generation, you know, remember I was a kid of the 50s, 60s, 70s, Um, you know, our parents stayed home. I mean, our, our mom stayed home for the most part in middle, middle America and the dads went to work and that's the way it was. And that's the way it was in previous generations with the exception that not only did the women work in the house, like when my mother was being raised, but all the kids did too, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you you know how well I did with that one. Not too well. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, none of my kids worked. Um, when Wait, when did it switch though? Like when do you feel like you were like enough is enough? Like um, I don't know. Maybe five or six years in. Yeah, you always change. And we're both working and I'm yeah, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's relaxing on the weekend. Why am I in here? I know. Tours? So why, why y'all say that in the first place then? Don't be selling us a crock of well, shit. Well, then we got help and that was nice. <laughs> I, uh, I had to, to break the news to, um, to Miss California that I 100% and we were just kind of, again, like we're not really having super deep talks. Uh, most of our talks are coming up in like jest, if anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, um, I told her, I'm like, there is a, well, first off, if you move out here and tell me if this sounds unreasonable, we're not, if she, if she were, if she were to move out uh-huh. here, okay, don't, let's not get ahead of the horse ahead of the buggy or whatever. Here. But if she were to move <laughs> out here, she's not going to move in with me. She's not going to move in. She's not going to move in with me. Uh-huh. Like we're not going to move in together. Yeah. Um, she would just look for a job out here if that day were to come. Yeah. And she would then have her own apartment and do her own thing. Yes. But if we move in together, I'm going to expect her to pay 50% of the rent. Really? Yeah. Mm. I, and <laughs> this, is, this is a nice light conversation. So I, don't know, I don't know why this girl wants me to commit to her. It really makes no sense. I'm such a pain in the ass sometimes. Um, so that, okay. So I'm like, yes, it, when we move in together, and that's how I felt, but even before Miss California, I said, mm-hmm. listen, if I ever live with somebody again, 
Like, I want them to. I want them to pay half the rent. Period. And I'm like, um, is that the way it was in your marriage? No, and no. I got screwed. So I'm not. Yeah. I ain't trying to play that game again. Oh, yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Nope. Now, on top of that, my other <laughs> new stipulation Excuse is: me. I promise you, I will not get married again without a prenup. Zero percent chance. Zero percent chance. And I don't care if it takes the romance out of it, but like, uh, uh-uh. uh, hmm. nope, not me, not this guy. <laughs> like, he's not going down like that again. So, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you did get burned. I, I honestly, you did get burned on both those. I have to say, but yeah, remember exactly. that not all women are like. I know, yeah. but I just I don't trust nobody. No more. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, Myself up for success this time around. Laying <laughs> down some. Very strong <laughs> ground rules about how it's going to be this time around. Well, I really don't know why women like me. I really don't. I don't know how I had so many women that wanted to date me before. I can be such a pain in the ass. Like, yes, I'm like, I can be sweet and like, I'm pretty sensitive and like, I'm okay looking. I'm kind of fat right now, but if I'm not, I'm, and I'm you're like pretty romantic. Cute. I'm romantic, yeah, but like I'm such a pain in the ass sometimes. <laughs> like I'm already this poor girl's like, please let me move across the country, and I'm like, yes, but you can't move in with me, and if you ever do, you're paying fifty percent of the rent. Oh, like, what? What's wrong with this girl? What's wrong with any woman that wants to date me? I'm the worst. Well, at least she'll know what she's getting into. Yeah. There shouldn't yeah, there shouldn't true. be too Straight many up. surprises. You're pretty much Straight out up. there. <laughs> this is who I am. Take it or leave yep. it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so on a more serious note, I just want to take a second really quick, and I actually want to dedicate today's episode to a listener that I had in San Diego that passed away. Uh, yeah, it was uh, – well, I don't – honestly, I, I'll tell you the story of this man because I feel like his, his story is such a legacy, uh, and he deserves a proper – I think he would want nothing more than to uh, have his story be told on this podcast. Mm. His name is Bob Pearl. And Bob, I, I don't know. Bob could have been anywhere between 55 and 85. And I, I couldn't tell you like how old that man was. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bob was a, what we call in the radio business. Okay. We call, uh, we call them a P one and a P one is like a, like technically in the old rating system, what it would be, would be um, a P one would be someone that chooses your station as a primary, as like, as like their primary radio station right mm-hmm. so like if, if i worked over like if i work at mix mm-hmm. and then the old rating system where people had to write down what they listened to uh-huh. if they wrote down mix as their first choice of radio stations uh-huh. then they would be considered a p1 in the radio station but that term kind of evolved into anyone that's like a super diehard fan that like comes out to the events and like so that, that's kind of like what a p1 is now bob pearl I remember Bob when I first got to San Diego. This man is just like it was just like a radio P one. Mm. Uh, he just I, he I think he used to be on the radio mm-hmm. and he just loved it. Mm-hmm. He loved it. He would show up to all the station events almost to a point where you would like get annoyed by him <laughs> because he would be at so many. <laughs> he would be there before you got there oh, and would want to talk to you the whole entire time. Aww. He'd be the kind of guy where you'd have to tell somebody that you were. And listen, I give this man all respect. This is all coming from a place of love. Yes. But he's the kind of guy where like you would have to almost tell your staff that you were working with mm-hmm. at these different events, like, Hey, after like five minutes, come save me because you knew <laughs> that like, he was so passionate Aww. about radio and life. And this man, honestly, it was my first show in Baltimore and I'll be damned if he didn't, wasn't the first caller from San Diego. Yes. It would have been, 
It would have been 3 a.m. San Diego oh. time. And that man did not wake wake up and and tune in and listen. And he was always super supportive. Oh. Uh, just just loved radio. He was. Uh, mm. you, you you almost uh, you loved for him to get on your nerves because he just was so passionate mm. about radio. So he passed away. I found out on Facebook today. Mm. Uh, I don't really know what happened to him, but oh. uh, he is in San Diego. He is a radio legend. Wow. And so I just want to take a couple seconds to show some respect to somebody that just truly loved the art form mm. of you know of uh, of audio. Yeah. And so. Bob Pearl, he's a good man. He's a good man. He'll, he'll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, I know he will be missed at every street event in the future in San Diego. Oh. We're always guaranteed that Bob was going to be there, and would always spin your prize wheel. He would know when the prizes were going to be there. He would know everything. He would know everything. Oh. So, he's a good man. It's a good man, Bob Pearl. Mm. All right, uh, let's get to our. Well, actually, wait before we do um, today. A couple things. Number one is the podcast that I did with Mystic Michaela comes out today. Oh, great. So uh, we talk about love bombing and how I have a way of um, like falling really fast for women, but then like getting over it. That would like really fast too. So that would be like the, and I'm coming in like, like week two, I'm like, I love you. And then like week four, I'm like, eh. Um, so we, we talk about that phenomenon and like what it really means, like in the spiritual sense. And so Mr. Michaela's podcast is called know your aura. And I go, I recommend that if you get time today uh, after this episode, go check out that one. Also, there's a new episode of Kramer and Jess uncensored, which is me and Jess, my co-host. And, uh, uh that, I always recommend that. That's a very specific <laughs> style of audience. Uh, it's always like it's it I, I, because Jess was asking me today because she was like, I was like, Wednesday's my hardest day because I have to do three shows. She's like, How do you balance everything? I'm like, It's pretty easy because radio topics are. It's always like pretty generic. It's either like share your life stuff, and like I I've done it for so long now. I know exactly what stories are going to work and what stories aren't, and like looking at prep, like I can, I can plan a show pretty fast for the radio now. Mm-hmm. Um, the podcast is just a lot more share your life. It's just more of like kind of what's going on and how we're feeling about things. And then you, it's like getting you involved and it's a much more personal, um, medium. It doesn't take a lot of, it doesn't take a lot of prep because it's just more of like kind of what's going on with us and you and like the news or whatever. So I'm kind of prepping for podcasts throughout the day. Uncensored podcast that I do with Jess is basically the most outrageous thoughts I have of the week. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever, like that, like there's, there's something risque that happens. I save all of that for that podcast. Mm-hmm. So I warn you now, because again, I, I, I'm just like, Hey, um, it's, it's uncensored for a reason. It's called that for a reason, but we talk about the, the B I T C H word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and where do you use that? Because it's kind of got a bunch of different connotations to it now. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it used to be, you would never say that word, but then it was almost like a term of endearment. And so when do you use it? When do you not? Uh, that's over on Kramer and Jess uncensored. If you want to go listen to that raunchy kind of <laughs> trash talk. It's definitely for mature audiences. Yeah. A very specific type <laughs> yes. of person like that. I'm not sure whom, but for some reason, some people do like that. That's the number three podcast in the country, by the way, yeah. is Kramer and Jess so thank you for making it that in podcast magazine. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay, now that you've told us that story about Bob, you know, life is precious and we never know. So I'm going to uh, share a quote by Sai Baba about life. Life is a song, sing it. Life is a game, play it. Life is a challenge, meet it. 
Life is a dream. Realize it. Life is a sacrifice. Offer it. Life is love. Enjoy it. It sounds like that he was the kind of guy that embraced life in all its essence, which is what we all should do every day. Yeah, this this year is tricky, man. Talk about like impermanence. Oh yeah, this year has really got you. Like, I just the weirdest, saddest stuff has happened this year. Mm-hmm. So many people have passed away or mm-hmm. gotten sick, and yeah, um, it's just. I mean, I I, I think I, I don't know if I'm recognizing it more and just kind of keeping more of a mental tally because things are so uncertain. Mm-hmm. But I am, I'm just like God. Like you just never know. Uh-uh. You like never know when this is up. And there's days again that I get like really. And today was like kind of one of those days because. I mean, Bob and I weren't like like super close by any means. He wasn't like a dear yeah. friend of mine, but but he just it's one of those people like, damn, okay, like you weren't wasn't, wasn't expecting that. But there's been a lot of those this year, you know, mm-hmm. like in the celebrity world, the personal life, like it's all just been like, whoa. Um, and that's like days like today, like make me realize though, where it's kind of like, um, I am, I am really, I get so annoyed by my career path like i really do i really hate moving all the time i hate having to restart you know we, we talk about how I, i'm uncomfortable moving to new cities mm-hmm. and making new friends i hate it i hate doing all of it mm-hmm. but like if you never know if you never know how it's gonna go right, right? like do you really like let's say to, today's the last day yeah let's just say right like what I really, I, I could literally say like, I'm, I did it. Like I, I had this dream, this goal since I was a kid and like, I did it and I went out and like, I accomplished it mm-hmm. and it was a pain in the ass and it was really hard and it was really fun and it was really amazing. And we, we like connected with so many people mm. and did so many cool projects. Um, yeah. And I have to keep remembering that on days where I'm like, I'm like, what am I doing? Cause yes. like, I still have moments where I'm like, what am I? I'm in Baltimore. Like, what the hell am I doing? Where, where is where is Maryland? I still can't find it on a map. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, every I day, every day is truly a gift. Yeah. Um, no matter how frustrated we get with whatever's going on in our lives, and we just sit back for a minute and think about all the wonderful things that we have versus what we don't have, and and be grateful that you have a job that you love, and that yeah. you're able to do two or three other podcasts and that you have the talent to do it. You have the voice to do it. You have the fan base to do it. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's I mean, really, that's, that's 99.9% of the battle. Yeah, Who's going to listen? Exactly. You know, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, it's like, you really have to, like, if you were to go today, mm-hmm. like, what do you think you didn't do? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This is, I, this has always been so, I've been so passionate about this radio stuff that like, I feel really good. I guess I'd be like, I'd like to be in like a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that feels like. Though. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that feels like. Not a try Jess it. and I were laughing. <laughs> yeah. Jess and I were laughing because she's like, why do you, like you've, you've dated like Miss California's great. You know, mm-hmm. like she's so sweet and mm-hmm. she's just so giving and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And there's been a few girls that are like just amazing mm-hmm. that I've dated. Mm-hmm. But like, why do I always stuck with the dramatic ones? They're always the ones that I like go after. I got some weird mental illness when it comes to finding the crazies. I'm not sure. Or like, or like, like wanting the crazies. I don't know mm-hmm. what that is. So I think that would be like one thing that I feel like I'd missed out on is like having like a deep, passionate, healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. Because my 
my marriage wasn't passionate. It was never, maybe for like a little bit, but not long. Mm-hmm. But it was never like, it never like fulfilled me mm-hmm. by any means, you know? So I think that'd be the only thing that I, if I died today, I'd be sad I didn't really accomplish. Yeah. Kids, eh, eh, I don't know. Well, that's, 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 a, that's a touchy <laughs> topic. Uh, what about you, Mom? If you were to pass mm-hmm. away today, mm-hmm. is there anything, which you're not going to, by the way, you've got <laughs> many more years. Mm-hmm. Than you. Thank you. Many, many, mm-hmm. hundred, at least a hundred more I'm years. planning on that. What? Not a hundred. Is it? <laughs> You've done a lot. I mean, you've accomplished a lot of cool things. I mean, is there anything yeah. that like you look back and you're like, I wish I would, or I wish I would have accomplished this in my lifetime? No, no, no. Mm-mm. I'm very Nothing. happy. I feel, uh, of course, I'm 68, cool. right? But I feel yeah. very fulfilled, and I feel like I've done what I was put on this earth to do, um, and I've done it to the best of my ability, and. Hopefully it was pleasing to God and it pleases me and the people that I love. That's going to feel pretty, pretty liberating then, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, I did everything, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, just in case. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, listen, we're going to have to break down some, some secrets of the holidays in a couple of minutes. So I'm just going to recommend that if you have little ears under the age of, what do you think, mom? Mm. Maybe what, what are you, eight, 10? eight or 10. Yeah. 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 I would say just if it's a single digit, it's probably an unsafe territory. So just let's stop the podcast now. But there's one mom that listens to our show that says, I don't have time to keep the Christmas spirit up right now. How do I explain this to my daughter? Could use your advice here in just a couple of seconds. On the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Um, Mom, I'm trying. How many days do we have till Christmas? Today would technically be the third when this is released. So 22 days? 22? No. Oh, the third. Yeah. Yeah. 22 days. 22 days. I don't know how the holiday shopping is going for you, but, um, you know, it's, it's going to be here before you know it. And so I'm, uh, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little anxious because I know there's still a lot of gifts, of gifts I have to get. Let me just give you an idea. Linen fit sheets could be great for your partner. They could be great for your parents. Linen fit sheets are, they have the patented technology to ensure that your sheets will fit no matter the mattress, the lifestyle, or your wallet, uh, from nectar to purple or Casper linen fit sheets will stay on all night long they're also fit the adjustable base mattresses like the sleep numbers and stuff like that i think that making the bed part is the easiest part like that's what i appreciated about it so i make my bed up it's not it's not hard it's not like that fitted sheet is just like why was it created that way <laughs> with linen fit it's got it's frustration free guaranteed they're uh everything from cotton satin microfiber flannel uh egyptian cotton dupont cooling technology i mean whatever kind of sheet you're looking for i highly recommend that you go check them out and right now as a listener of certified mama's boy you're gonna get 20 percent off your purchase site-wide at linenfit.com you got to use the promo code kramer k-r-a-m-e-r at checkout that's linenfit.com and use the promo code kramer at checkout for 20 percent off your purchase at linenfit all right, ask my mom here in a couple seconds, and we're going to be divulging into some of the secrets of the holiday. So please, I don't want to get one message saying, like, my kid was listening. Because we can never talk about it on the radio. We can't talk about the secrets of of, Chris, of the holidays uh, on, on the radio because it's just, you can't. So I'm even ner- a little apprehensive about going into this question, but I think that, hello, listen, just be cool, okay? Um, before we do those certified fans, hello. 
thank you so much for what you do. Mm-hmm. You support this show. Seriously. I mean, talk about like things I'm able to accomplish. I'm not able to po- accomplish this podcast without oh, you. For sure. That's for sure. Uh, certified fans of people that just donate $5 a month or more to this podcast. And we're just super thankful for you. Uh, new things coming. I may actually just FYI, we have a Facebook group. If you're a certified fan, you're not part of the Facebook group. Uh, make sure that you're joining. Cause I'm going to probably test launch something. Miss California comes this weekend. So maybe next week, Mm -hmm. but before January for sure. uh, Cause I want to get your feedback on it. Like if you like it, it's going to be a way for you to earn free merch and some free cool stuff. Uh, So that's going to be for certified fans. So I'll probably launch that to you guys soon. Um, Okay. Anyway, uh, we want, Oh, when you join, we become a certified fan. You get a whoop whoop on the show. Uh, At least one, you're going to, you know, you could get two. You never know. Mm -hmm. You never know. Uh, do we say hi to Veronica M? Do you remember yesterday, Veronica M? Mm. I don't uh, I think we did. Yes, I think so too. Hi no. to Veronica M. Okay, so the the next certified fan is actually Miss California. She finally joined. No. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say well, her we name. We won't be saying her, her name. name but, no, but uh Miss California. <laughs> I mean, it only took you 14 months of <laughs> Of uh, situationing with me to to join, but uh, <laughs> it, she it, wants to go on that it. Facebook page and see what everyone's saying about her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, she's no dummy. She she's no dummy. She does. Well, three she whoop whoops to Miss California for putting up with you. Okay, <laughs> whoop whoop yeah. whoop. Goes, Love you. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you want to become a certified <laughs> fan and get your whoop whoops, then uh, yeah, that plus discounts on merch and all kind of stuff, uh, bonus episodes and la la la. Uh, the Miss California unedited episode, which I think where we might end up doing another one because I'm just I'm I'm personally still irritated by it. Like I'm still disappointed with the product that I put mm-hmm. out. So uh, I don't think we can tell the same stories again, but I just don't feel like you really got a good chance to meet her. So in the future, I'll put another one out, maybe over the holidays or something. Uh, okay. Uh, let's get to ask my mom. So if you ever have a question and you want some advice on it, you can just uh, send me a message. My mom will give you her best stab at it. And then also what I think makes it good is that uh, you chime in. If you're part of the podcast community. And I think especially with the topic like this, because sometimes with a lot of these things, it's like you almost have to go through it yourself to give advice on it. So let me give you the e uh, the phone number, 888-Kramer8. 888-Kramer8. Like, this is a community. It's not just a podcast. It's like a community. And so it feel like I, I want you, every time you listen to one of these, ask my moms, I want you to feel like it's like one of your neighbors that is reaching out for some advice because that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just, we're all just little neighbors in this podcast mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. So let's get into the one for today. Now I'm going to warn you for the final time, <laughs> we're going to talk very open and honestly about some secrets of the holidays. <laughs> And it makes me uncomfortable because I don't want to ruin anything. So this is a blast of three warnings that you've had to not listen to this. If your kids have a single digit number and their age. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe even 10, but I hope not. I mean, I, don't, I hope not by 10. I hope your kids are about 10. How old were you? Um, Do you remember well, that? I didn't, have, I didn't have this entity of the holidays. This is kind of a newer oh, thing. Oh, that's true. I don't. You didn't. Was I? I don't know. When when did I find out the truth? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> when, when was it? You think? I can't remember. I remember. I was devastated, though. <laughs> oh, I was so mad at you. I was. I can 
still remember that feeling. Oh my God. It was like, I just didn't want to know. I did not want to know. We'll just call it the truth. <laughs> I think some of we your friends, I think some of your friends told you. And- no, they sure did not. No, they did not. You ruined it. Oh, me. I did? You ruined it. I just because told what you. Oh. Yes. Here's what happened oh. to me was I, what, because Santa, okay, uh-huh. used to bring a, uh, a bag full of toys, right? right. Like, and, um, so like, so when we come downstairs on Christmas morning, there'd be like a bag. Some of the years there'd be like a bag of toys, right? right? Well, I had seen the damn bag a day or two before. Oh, that's right. And I was like, that's some bullshit. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Do you remember when? I feel like it's such a devastating moment. It is such it is Gosh. such a mind. I feel like where all of our like mental health problems start <laughs> is when we find out the truth. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Do you remember as a kid? Oh no, I don't remember that. I, I really don't. But God, I'll always remember that ever. <laughs> so mad. I'm like why? You like, why found did we do the it? bag. Just ruined it for and it me. It was empty, and then you knew someone was filling it up, and it yep. wasn't who I told you it was. You lied. Oh. Uh, trust. Probably, I mean, trust is probably why I can't commit to a relationship. I'm like, <laughs> everyone just lies. Well, I'm sure Constantly. some. I'm sure for some reason it's my fault. <laughs> yeah, all my, all my everybody with blames you. their parents for everything. I say go to therapy and figure it out. <laughs> Better help. They're not all, they're on this beat, so we can't promote them. All right, here we go. Uh, it says no exclamation point. She starts. I don't know why, but anyway. so my five year old is asking why she doesn't have an elf on the shelf. Uh, maybe I'm just a bad mom, but I don't like the concept of the elf. Call me old school. But I'm more of a good old fashioned Santa is watching kind of gal. Also, as a single mom, I, I'm working two jobs to try and keep it together, and I don't have the energy to make it special. With that said, I can't quite think of a reason of why all my daughter's friends have one, but the elf doesn't visit us. <laughs> mom and Nancy, have you ever had to bend the truth to keep the magic of Christmas alive? Mm. Uh, God, yeah. I, the elf thing is new. That, I didn't have no damn elf. No, you didn't. Why we got, why we got a Santa? We got an elf? Like, why? <laughs> I, and I, I agree with you. Like, like the idea of Santa watching was enough. <laughs> so where the hell did the elf thing come from? Because because Maggie, your Maggie, my sister, uh-huh. had elf on the shelf. Uh-huh. Just trying to call her really quick. Josephine. Hang on, let me see. Let me call her really quick. Okay. Uh... I want to see what she has to say about why, like, when did that start? Do you remember? Because you didn't do it for me, did you? No, no we, we didn't have no damn show. Then. No, Let me and see she if she'll was answer. probably, oh, gosh. Dramagi never answers my calls, by the way. She was, like, so. in first grade, I think. No, she was in kin, uh, kin, uh, a preschool. Hey, we're doing the podcast. I just have a question really quick. Yeah. What do you remember about Elf on the Shelf? Well, it wasn't Elf on the Shelf when I had Josephina. <laughs> what, 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 what was it? It was like a handmade. It wasn't the same branding. But it was the I same concept. Right yeah, we're recording. But it was the same concept. It was. Yeah, it was. Right? Like like the Elf came. Like a woman just like made these elves and sold them at the local school. It wasn't like. Oh, so it wasn't like what Elf on the Shelf is today. Right. No, but it's the same. The same. Yeah. Thing. Oh. 
What do you like? What do you remember about that? Basically, we're, we're doing Ask My Mom right now, and this woman just says, "Like, I don't want to do Elf. On, I don't have time for Elf on the Shelf this year." But I can't think of a reason why the Elf's not visiting us, but she's visiting the other kids' friends. Um, what do you re- like? Did you like that? Was it weird? COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, you thought that really fast. Oh, that makes you Mags. Like you're shady or something. You thought that really fast. <laughs> um, no, I'm not looking for advice. I'm just I'm looking for like your uh, which is really ter- not a terrible idea. I got to be honest with her you. Her experience. Um, it was terrible because I didn't realize that the person reading the notes to my elf was actually my mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like talking crap about my mom and like you know divulging my secrets to my mom. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and when did you find? How did you find out that the elf thing wasn't real? <laughs> I was way too old. Remember, I was so old. Yeah, you were like seventeen. <laughs> I, mean, I, know, I don't know. So your high school graduation, <laughs> you found out. Yeah, because the elf didn't appear. At your graduation. I was like fifth grade, I think, but I already knew Santa wasn't real. But somehow, I thought my elf was still real. <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't. How did you find out, though? I'm pretty sure you told me, Stephen. I told you what the, the elf wasn't real. Like, Maggie, do you really, like, do you really think this is real? I was like, yes. <laughs> I ruined I it for you. conversation with you because you couldn't believe that I still thought that the was robot sandwich. <laughs> hey, you were fifth grade for a little old man. You gotta admit. <laughs> All right. All right. Love you. I love you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> That's true. That's a- they are a lot of work. Like- yeah, no. That, so, so I get it. So what? Because... I mean, that's kind of happen a lot when you're a parent, right? Mm-hmm. Like when all the other kids are getting all this stuff and you're like, I don't have time or the money for it. Or like, it's like almost like keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah, it's peer pressure. Uh, so like what, does she just have to give in? Because now it is kind of becoming a holiday tradition. Like mm-hmm. it is like, I don't know why, but it is. Like y'all, y'all screwed yourselves on that. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have to do that silly elf stuff. We could have been just fine with the whole Santa Claus or whatever your, you know, your holiday traditions are in your religion. Right. But what... What it, does she need to just do it? You think, even if it's like, because how do you explain that if all the other kids I have it? I know it's hard. It's hard. I, I think Maggie's idea is great. It's COVID. No, but, no new elves but, are coming this year. <laughs> it's not, I guess because if the daughter knows that the other friends are getting it, yeah, then why? I know. You know Screw it up. Everything. I know. Eh. I don't know. That's a tough one. It's just a tough yeah. one. You know, you don't just have to decide how you want to, how, how the best way to manage that. I don't know. Maybe someone else has a better idea um, of, of what to do with that. Yeah. Or just yeah. just get one and make it simple. Keep it simple. You know, right? Don't don't try to make it too complicated. Like mine was really complicated. I typed her a letter every night, and I hid I hid the elf, and she'd have to go find it, and then there would be my typed note, you know, so she wouldn't recognize yeah. my handwriting, and then she would write back and leave the note with the elf. And- what, 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 Maggie's obviously embarrassed, but what did she say in these notes? <laughs> I don't remember now, but if she was irritated, and she was, a lot of times she'd be like, my mom wouldn't take me to the mall. And I, all I wanted to do was go to the mall for 30 minutes, but my mom wouldn't take me. 
she's a bad mom. And you'd be like, or, you're over here on the other end, like, you ungrateful bitch. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, well, honey. Well, Mac, if you stop being so goddamn ungrateful, maybe there wouldn't be a problem. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you it's know, so it, was cra- it was crazy stuff like that. Or, my mom won't make Steven mind, and he bothers me all the time. He's always picking on me and my friends, and my mom won't send him to timeout or punish him right. or do anything. Right. I'm the I'm the yeah. only girl, and I get picked on. And oh my gosh, we still have those letters. It's a riot. That's that's crazy. And her elf uh, is well, on the tree. <laughs> Josephine. I just I, I think we've just yeah, y'all parents have screwed yourselves on that. My kid will not know about no damn elf. There will and not be any Stuart, of that. And her best friend. That's how we got one. Because he did it. Because his mom did it for him, and he had yep. he had an elf named Joseph, and he got so excited. <laughs> and then Maggie wanted an elf, so then she had an elf named you, Josephina. Like, See, it's peer pressure. COVID over here, you know. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Like one thing after another. It's crazy. Well, uh, okay, parents, hop in on this conversation. Eight 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 Kramer eight. What do what do you say? Like, how do you? You can't like you can't. You can't be like. It's not real because that'll ruin it for the whole neighborhood or whatever. So, eight 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 Kramer eight. If you get some uh, some suggestions on that, eight 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 K R A M E R eight. All right, mom. That's all I got for today. Okay, L- right, love, love you. you forever. And we'll come back here in a second. Um, we talk a lot of trash on Amazon delivery drivers, but after you hear this story, there'll be zero trash talk on Amazon for the next seven days. We have to love them so much because of this good news story. Next. There's no way. We can't talk trash on Amazon. We can't do it. This story is so amazing. Uh, Good news, and then it made me laugh, and then we're done for today. There was an Amazon driver who was hard to work over on his uh, route over in New Smyrna Beach in Florida, which I think that's over in Tampa area. It sounds familiar, at least, uh, when he heard screams for help. His name is Sean Campbell, and he was delivering packages in the subdivision, and he literally dropped what he was doing to rush into a burning home down the street. His house was just engulfed in flames 23 year old found one woman had escaped the house but the man was still trapped inside so campbell like ripped open the front door to get this elderly man with a walker out safely (laughs) that's crazy he said i heard the screams and when you hear something like that you just have to go do it he was in the kitchen just you know with his walker just standing there i don't i don't think he truly knew what was going on so i was like sir come on you need to help i need to help you come on let's get out let's get out tim west who is the son of the uh the son of the man who was saved says he calls the amazon driver their hero it was fantastic that he was both here and able to go inside and brave enough to go inside we really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, he didn't have to do it. He didn't have to. He did not have to go do that. I, don't, I mean, again, this all, we always talk about what would you do in hero moments? Like, would you hop into hero mode? I I hope I would. I hope I would do it. I would hope I'd run it. But would you run into a burning house, though, honestly? God, I hope I would do it. I'm just hoping I never in that position have to find out if I would do it. I told this um, – we do a segment on the radio show called Today in Dog News, and I'm always trying to find stories about dogs. I love them, and this story's great. Uh, an elderly dog who was dumped at a shelter in San Francisco with a giant tumor on her chest is now living her best life. 
Her name is Boo Boo. She's 13-year-old dachshund who is never taken in to have this tumor treated. And she was literally dragging it around the ground. And she could barely walk because of her short little legs, little dachshund legs, little wiener dog. So the kind folks over at Muttsville Senior Dog Rescue stepped in and got Boo Boo the care she needed. The vet removed this 3.2 pound mass, which is literally about a third of her body weight. And luckily it wasn't cancerous. So after surgery, Boo Boo was adopted by a woman named Ashley who says her new pet has bounced back beautifully. No, I like that. I just, it always makes me sad whenever I do these adoption. I uh, have not started working with a, a pet adoption agency yet just because it's hard to connect with anybody face to face at all or to get people to come into the station or whatever. So, um, I haven't quite done that yet, but I always have a hard time in other cities. I've done it because it's like just the way that people give up their pets is so crazy to me. Like I know Kiki drives me crazy. We talk about, you know, the pain in the ass pet parent club, but I'm like, uh, I just can't imagine the way that some of these animals are treated. It's just crazy to me. So there you go. There's a good news for today. That dog, Boo Boo, is living her best life. Elf on the shelf. It's hard, but don't worry. You're not the only parent struggling with it. Jimmy Kimmel is also having a hard time trying to remember just to, just to make sure the elf's doing his thing. There's a lot of work involved with this elf. Every night you have to move it. Last night I set an alarm so I could get out of bed. I put her to sleep, but I knew she wasn't asleep yet, so I set an alarm in my bed so I could go back into her room to move the elf while she was sleeping, and I know we're going to forget about it. I could barely keep up with the tooth fairy. My older kids, like, the tooth fairy would forget to come for, like, 21 days in a row. And some people go nuts with these elves. I see on Instagram, the, the people will build these scenarios where the elf is on a skateboard with a, a toothpick as a javelin. And we don't do any of that. Well, we're only three nights in. We're already out of shelves to put them on. Last night, I stuffed them in a tissue box. <laughs> and, but there needs to be a service that comes to your house and moves the elf around for you. Because tonight, we're already out of ideas. Tonight, I'm just going to duct tape the elf to a, a Roomba and let it move around itself. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. New merch is in the merch store. Uh, the sweatshirts have sold out, but the Jimmy Mac, I got to talk to my dad tomorrow about the Jimmy Mac mugs. We have a never give up Jimmy Mac mug with Jimmy Mac's face on them. Uh, just text the word merch. I know he's going to really want to sell these things out. So uh, text the word merch, M-E-R-C-H to 888-Kramer8. Merch to 888-Kramer8. Uh, it's M-E-R-C-H. And uh, tomorrow we'll come back with a brand new episode. Hopefully with Jimmy Mac, if he's feeling back up to it. If not, then um, what would uh, I don't know. Somebody. Somebody else will have to get fill in for Jimmy Mac. All right. Love you. See you tomorrow. Bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.